0: Love, and Shadow Work podcast. I'm here with my friend Heather Rodwell. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? And today we're going to talk about Heather and her story. So tell us a bit about yourself.
1: Well, um, firstly, I am a a poet by nature and an artist by default. (laughs) I'm definitely uh, one of the fairy folk, definitely elemental. And um, yeah, I've been an awakened soul for as long as I've ever known, actually. I'm just doing my thing, <laughs> making sure that I'm always doing artsy crafty things and always being inspired and inspirational and being able to inspire others with my words and my art and my happy nature.
0: <laughs> very, very happy nature. Your art is fascinating. Uh, you've posted you. a lot recently of uh, your intuitive art and it's beautiful. I am an artist as well, so we we definitely share um, multiple uh, abilities there. So tell us a bit about your story and how you found all of this.
1: Um, my story began a long, long time ago. Actually, you know what's a funny thing? I was watering my plants earlier, thinking about this podcast and what I was going to say. And um, I remember this moment vividly in my head. Somebody asked me, what do you want to do with your life? And I said, matter of fact, well, to become enlightened, and like that was the end. That was, like I had no other plan in my life, and no other story. To, <laughs> I just wanted to to reach the the epiphany of of knowing the self, and my story evolves, and it always has evolved around finding that inner truth that I've always known existed. And I have gone to many places in the physical and the non physical to bring me to different dimensions of understanding, which is quite difficult to vocalize because it's all I'm a very clear cognizant person. So I see more than I can express verbally. So that's why I use poetry so nicely, because you can use three words instead of 14 sentences. And it it like culminates into this deep
0: resonance within the person that is reading it or hearing the words. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Your poetry is beautiful. And it's definitely deep when, you know, (laughs) you start reading it and kind of get lost in the words and how they interpret for you. And that's the big thing is it's going to interpret, it's going to resonate with everyone differently.
1: Exactly.
0: Because everyone's on a different journey. And it's funny that you talk about that because I used to want to be a writer. So when I was growing up, that was a big thing for me. I wanted to write like this novel. I wanted to, you know, do that. That was my biggest thing. And, uh, since starting my own awakening i neglected it for some reason i kept you know doing art or doing this or doing you know, something else that wasn't writing and one of my friends was like you know like you can write and i was like what i kind of looked at her funny and she's like you write in one paragraph uh like really well what you know other writers write in like five paragraphs and you know the same message but you do it in like one paragraph and that's the sign of a good writer. And I was like, excuse me, like, you know, <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, so it kind of put me back on path with writing and with um, expressing myself through writing. So it's so cool. I've never touched with poetry. That's never been something that I've been interested in, but like writing, writing, like sitting there and just going. Like and go. Yeah. yeah. this is It just <laughs> Like, yourself, just yeah, flow. I'm not even in my body. I'm just <laughs> like, just keep going and going. Uh, really. <laughs> so, how has shadow work played a role in your story?
1: That was also quite a, you know what's so funny? That is a question that I haven't been able to answer myself or anyone. Because I don't do what people would traditionally call shadow work. I mean, I've seen it being posted on everywhere, all over the place. I've never delved into it in what other people do, but I feel as though what I do is I am very present in my experiences in life, and I'm very aware of what is happening within and around me. So if something comes up as a trigger, that is me having to look within myself, why am I triggered? Why is this giving me this reaction? feeling to have to react instead of sit, sit, still, sit still and respond. Do you know what I actually think has helped me a lot with um, inverted commas, shadow work, was when I used to do Kung Fu and we used to do Qigong, which is that beautiful deep breathing. And I just get into that zone, that center point. And from the center point, I can like look at my life from the observer's perspective and I can see where things went wrong, where this person hurt me or where I hurt this person and what the lessons were that I needed to learn. And, um, because I'm a multidimensional meditator, I mean, I go everywhere with my goggles. So I go into meditation and I look into past lives. I've seen horrendous things that I've done and things have been done to me in those past lives. And then I just give love and clear and do the things that I think I should do. And I've seen many, um, terrible scenes that resonate so deeply within my bl- blood, bones, and cells that I've had to clear just like little bit by little bit by little bit. And also, as long as I make sure that I'm always in, in observer mode, like I know that I'm living this life as me, but I'm also living this life of me. So I can't put myself too deeply into something negative, and I don't know, it could be my star sign or whatever, but I'm a very um, high vibrational person. Nothing could keep keep me down for very long. So I, I bounce back up really quickly
0: and I learn my lesson
1: really quickly because I know that I have a goal in mind and I need to reach that goal as fast as possible. So my shadow work is very... Like easy? I don't. I don't want to sound like it. It seems like second nature to me. It just flows as it happens. As something bad happens, I'm like, okay, recognize, sort out, clear, cool. Let's move on. Yeah. And I know that with other people, like shadow work is such a heavy burden and it's such a hectic thing. And I, I, I don't. I'm, I feel sorry for them. Like I wish I could help them see
0: the world the way I see it through my eyes. Like. It, Makes so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's
1: funny. Trying because, to work is process.
0: <laughs> yeah. I used to be the one that, like, really down and kept myself there and, you know, all of that. I used to be like that. But since I found my calling, since I found this and uh, what I do with shadows and my work, I've been able to do that. I've been able to stay in the high vibe and just when something hits me, okay, we'll process this for a day and we'll move on with our life. Like, yes i've been the yeah. same way lately but i i've been able to do both uh i've been uh, you know really stuck in a shadow before so <laughs> I, I understand both levels it's so cool that you know you can do that you've always just been able to just see it as it is accept it and just go i don't know if i've
1: always been able to i think <laughs> when the shadow work like officially pop up into my knowledge i think the last couple of years, like five years. I mean, it's quite a new concept in all all aspects. I mean, in the new age community in verticomis, um, according to my knowledge, like, like the last, the first time I heard about it. And before then, I mean, I would, I, I've been in depressions, I've been in situations where I didn't think I could get out of it, and my own self-sabotaging thoughts and blockages and ancestral traumas, childhood traumas, all of that. Um, there is one thing that I do yearly with a friend of mine who is my Reiki master, and she does a toxic cell memory release. And that is a beautiful process where she helps you go through all of the people in your life that have done you wrong in whatever aspect. It could be the mailman not giving you post on time to your boss firing to all of the things, you know, all of the things. And it's like a two to three hour session and you release and cry and let go and say, thank you for the lessons learned from these people. And another thing that we do afterwards is just journal, write everything down. If you can't um, process it in that moment, you just have a book and pen and if anything comes up, you jot it down, write it down. And then the fun thing is to burn that afterwards and say, I release, I let go and I surrender. And thank you for the lessons.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that's how I practice all of these negative aspects of the self that
0: is me. Yeah, You
1: can't have one without that.
0: Exactly. you It's that dualistic nature. You have to kind of love your, your dark and your light at the, at the exact same time.
1: Exactly. Hug your demons. Don't fight them.
0: That's a Yeah, that was funny. That was actually my next question. You know, <laughs> that idea <laughs> that I always have. So a lot of the times I'll talk about dancing with your demons instead of letting them control you so that that dance is exactly what we do where, you know, we we process, we allow ourselves to process how we're feeling and then we let it go. So that's that little dance, uh, that little jig, and then it's gone, right? <laughs> instead of yeah. allowing it to just be you to for you to be that demon, right? to uh, control you in some ways. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you implement yeah. self-love into your story?
1: Oh, every single moment of my life. <laughs> I, I am self-love. I'm, I'm the embodiment of, of love itself because I am all that exists. And everything is me. Uh, there is no such separation between me and the wall next to me. And, you know, if I don't love the person walking past me, how can I love myself? And if I don't expect somebody to love me for all that I am without loving myself, I'll never, ever be able to feel love. So I must just always give myself the love that I deserve. And I have these rituals in the morning where I wake up before my dad screams coffee at me and um, I I lie down there and uh, my eyes closed, gratitude for the day ahead, gratitude for I'm still breathing, and the blood within my veins, and that just makes me feel connected to everything, and this great, big, beautiful ball of love inside of my chest just explodes outwards and
0: covers the earth,
1: and I just feel this warm, happy, bubbly, fuzzy thing, and I do that every morning, like, without fail, okay, sometimes I I jump up and have my coffee and forget about it, but, like, most mornings, I, I do the love bubble thing, Which is great i enjoy it and just putting me first like instead of when i was younger i was always the giver the yes okay i'll help you yes okay i'll help you and then i ended up cutting off all my arms and limbs and everything and like losing everything because everyone else was more important than me according to me everyone else's needs were before mine until one day i stood up and i was like all these people that i've given and loved and everything None of them are left. None of them are standing holding my hand when I was drowning in my sorrow. So I decided, you know, when I'm all by myself, who is going to love me? Only me. So that's when I decided the self love journey is way more important than helping others around me. And I can't help other people around me if I'm not helping myself. If I'm not in, if I haven't filled my cup to its maximum, I cannot pour out of it. Yeah. So I always. Pour my cup of love and I do my meditation and my movements, like moving the body, letting the blood flow, chi, that kind of thing. It's it's all very important in keeping that feeling of love within ourselves. And it's not an everyday thing. I mean, some days I'm like, really? Seriously? Arr! But that's not everyday. <laughs> some days it's like light, happy butterflies and fairies. Great things most days it's like that I always put myself up there and say okay I don't feel like having this emotional turmoil I'm just gonna like move step up level up and I love this emotional turmoil I love you so much depression you're so pretty and then my depression growls at me and says I'm supposed to be depression and then it just disappears yeah,
0: <laughs> that's exactly exactly it when you honor it it doesn't like that either it just wants to you know now i'm attacking you you're supposed to yeah, acknowledge exactly. me <laughs> that's how you defeat well, it
1: me.
0: that's how you defeat it that's how you defeat those demons you just be like nope i love you but i'm gonna do me okay no and yeah, then exactly. like they end up sobbing and not you that's <laughs> that's
1: the dance yeah and the best is when you say okay demons i know you are me so come let's play come we play together and then you can be on the one shoulder telling me that the, the petals are rotting but don't worry my angels are on the other side and telling me the petals are growing so we can both like you know live in unity together
0: i love it <laughs> i love it yeah that that duality that unity is the best so what do you do yeah. with self-care what do you do for self-care i should say
1: um, not enough, let's be honest. <laughs> there are so many things that I, I should do, and I don't. <laughs> um, uh, literally, yeah, not much these days, eh? I actually, um, well, I mean, I, I, I do consume healthy, high-vibrational foods and that sort of thing. I do live with my parents, so I do get fed by them. So I'm still on the meat train, unfortunately, although as much as possible, i Feeding us all fruits and vegetables out of our garden and leaves dandelions are my favorite (laughs) and um, Meditating is a very primary thing that I do for self-care. It just keeps me connected to the divine that is me and Self-care to me is the way that I speak to myself is the way that I Converse with my inner self and if I don't care if I don't care about the me that is me, then I don't care for myself. So I always um, have those internal conversations, like boosting myself up, even if I'm having a terrible day. I boost myself up by saying, you know what, tomorrow going to be a better day, that kind of thing. That's my version of self-care. I don't ever do the, the Epsom salt and lavender bars like everyone says you're supposed to do. I used to live by the coast, and I used to swim in the in the lagoon all the time. But now I'm living in the city in a house. I do play outside in the garden, and I like I connect the great central sun to Mother Gaia, and I like let them merge in my heart center, and I feel that wave of love and everything like that. And I try and get out to forests as much as I possibly can. I'm going to go to the desert in two weeks' time, and that's going to be like my self-care of notes. That's like my happy space, because there's just horizons, and when you watch the sun set and you watch the sun rise. It does something to you that is indescribable. And if you do that daily, it's like you up-level so much and you receive information because the sun is a portal of information. and It's not just a big ball of fire in the sky. It is literally a portal of information if you tap into it and if you can receive and you're open to that knowledge-like, wow, another world. <laughs> yeah so my self-care is nature yeah nature
0: it's so grounding Everything. just being outside my <laughs> yes <laughs> mine just barged in the door while we while you were talking <laughs> i locked
1: mine outside <laughs>
0: <laughs> perfect <laughs> yeah the i like that you touched on you know not doing the epsom salt self-care that's it's a, it's a good idea. Um, a lot of us have yeah, this, <laughs> a lot of us have this uh, idea that self care means you have to, you know, get your nails done and take care of your physical body. And while it does, that's not the only thing we have to take care of with self care no. With self care, it's body, mind and soul. So it's making sure that all of those are imbalanced when we do self care. So yes. however, that looks like for you, it's different for everyone. Exactly. Uh, and what would be the key takeaway from your story?
1: Um, my key takeaway um, advice for the people is um, everyone has their own paths, and it doesn't matter who the guru is that you look up to or the teacher or the master or whatever. It comes down to what your intuitive guidance is. The key takeaway from my story is listening to my heart and just always, no matter how weird it is, how scary and crazy, what is my heart saying? Especially when there is a, uh, a tur- turbulent situation in the external world, like what is currently going on in the planet, um, you just look within and just find out what it is that is your own truth. Seeking your own truth and not listening to other people's version of some truth that some dude said at some point that has nothing to do with us whatsoever. It is all about our personal journey and our personal truth and how we get there in the, the most honest way that we can, honest to ourselves. And that's all that really matters, and that's all that really, really counts in the end, is to be actually honest with ourselves, and to find out who this me is that exists upon this planet right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's
1: the main, the main thing for everyone.
0: Yeah, if we all understood ourselves a little bit better, then we would understand each other better. We would understand the world better. You know, like it all just and how we all connect, and it does start with everyone.
1: Yeah, if each of us do a tiny little bit every day to just understand ourselves, and what I like uh, to do with the understanding of myself is journaling, is just like writing anything. Um, There was this book once called, I think something about the art of living or something, I don't know what it's called, but there's morning pages, and you write three pages as soon as you wake up in the morning, doesn't matter what it is, you wake up. You kind of open your eye and you just write. It could be dreams, it could be thoughts, it could be feelings, it could be anything. And in those three pages, you just keep writing every morning. Forget about what you've written the day before. And six months later, you read those three pages or that book that you have now filled. And you will be amazed at what you have processed, released, discovered, found out, and the internal conversations that have happened in those morning pages may actually have changed your life in some unbelievable ways. Um, that being said, I have only done the morning pages twice in my life, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's something that I recommend people do a lot. <laughs> it doesn't have to be every day, but it's, it can be uh, really profound and amazing. Yeah, And that's just getting to know the you that is you, mm-hmm. and how you really think and feel without being influenced by people around you, and what this person says is, whatever and that person and that person it's just you speaking to you and replying to
0: you yeah exactly uh you uh, we take so much stock in how others perceive us and how others see us and we 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 don't realize that when we project that that's our own reflection we're seeing what we don't like in ourselves and someone else It has nothing to do with that person (laughs) it has Everything to do with us, so that awareness exactly. should be raised in you know all levels of um, who we are at this point. So I want to thank you for joining me on uh, this podcast. And if thank lis- you so
1: much for having me.
0: If a listener wants to find you, where can they find you?
1: Um, I am on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I've also got a podcast, Pod of Being Heather's Poetry. I have Patreon, TikTok, Heather Rodwell. Everything is Heather Rodwell, all of the names. You just search Heather Rodwell on Google and you will find me on all of the things. My book, <laughs> The Age of to Content, you can find on Amazon, take a lot and pretty much all the sites. And yeah, I'm pretty public in all areas, so you can find me in whatever social media are there that you prefer. Perfect. Except I'm not yet. I don't know how to work that thing. But <laughs> eventually, maybe.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you so much, Jackie. It was a pleasure.
0: <laughs> thank you for joining me on the Self Love and Shadow Work podcast. I am your host, Jackie Sharp, and I will see you next week with more amazing content. And I hope you have a great week. Bye, everyone.